I've always been a, uh, a baseball fan, and when I was a kid, I always played in the Little League and into, uh, into high school. And even after uh, high school, some uh, high school buddies and I, we would play in uh, softball leagues in the summer times and 12-inch, 16-inch leagues. And I remember one particular game in his 12-inch uh, league, and it was the uh, true story here. Bottom of the seventh inning, we had uh, men at first and second. It was the last inning. And uh, yours truly was up. We were down by a run. And I had, I had visions of, uh, of being the hero and, uh, you know, winning the game for us, at least tie the game or maybe even win it. Well, uh, pitch comes in. I hit a hot smash on the ground to the third baseman. He steps on third, whips it over to second, forces a guy there. He throws over the first. They barely get me at first base. Triple play. Now, triple plays are very, very rare. And uh, so uh, I couldn't believe it. My teammates couldn't believe it. And uh, a lot of you have probably played baseball. Maybe you're playing it now. Has anyone here ever hit into a triple play? <laughs> probably no one. It's, it, it's a rarity. As you can tell, I'm not over this yet. Even after years of therapy, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still processing this, but actually I'm over it. But, you know, I'm, uh, I'm very slow. I can't jump, you know, so... Uh, that's just the way it goes. But I just use that as a little, a little intro into a focus today. And we all prefer being on the mountaintop, sun is shining, life is good, and that's great when we're, when we're there. But you know, sooner or later, there's gonna come a time when we experience some struggle, some defeat, maybe even some failure. And what do we do during those times? What are, what are, how does our faith come into play there? You look, look at Jesus in today's gospel and He's in his home area, he's in Nazareth, and he's in the synagogue, he's proclaiming his message, and he's amazed at the lack of faith he encounters. And he's not able to make many inroads there, except for, there's a few healings, but for the most part, the home crowd is, is close to him. Now here's the son of God. And so, that didn't stop Jesus from going forth and continuing to proclaim his message, even with this, this setback, if you will. There's another instance in the gospel where he's out there proclaiming the gospel message and it's a tough message he's proclaiming and people are walking away. And at one point, remember that he, he turns to his disciples and he says, are you going to leave me too? You almost sense discouragement or disappointment in, in Jesus' voice. It wasn't a successful a sojourn right there. And, but he, did that stop it? it? It didn't. Even going to the cross, there might have been some onlookers who were looking at Jesus and saying, what, what happened to this guy? This doesn't look very, very successful here. Now we know in, in, through faith, you know, Jesus would continue with his mission all the way to the cross, to the resurrection, so that we, so that we could have life. But uh, how about St. Paul? That second reading today is a beautiful, powerful reading from, from Corinthians. Listen to what St. Paul says here. That I, Paul, might not become too proud, a thorn in the flesh was given to me an angel of Satan to beat me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I begged the Lord about this, that it might leave me. But the Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. What's this thorn in the flesh that St. Paul is talking about here? You, know, you get different interpretations with different scripture scholars. And you know, some would say, well, it's some struggle, some weakness Paul's dealing with. And he's just asking God, please, please take this away from me, Lord. It's the, the, the struggle or this, this, this bad habit, whatever it might be. Most would say this thorn in the flesh is probably a person or persons 
in one of these communities that St. Paul established that was really a thorn in his side, a very difficult person or persons. And he's, he's kind of begging the Lord, please help me, help, help, me to, help me to deal with the situation. What did the Lord communicate to him in the depth of his soul? The Lord said this to him, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. You know, St. Paul was someone who knew great success. He was a very charismatic personality, a very dynamic speaker and teacher. He had a tremendous impact. Many people came to faith through St. Paul. So he knew success, but he, he also knew hardship. There were times where he, he was imprisoned, he was exiled, he was beaten and whipped. He, was, he, he, he underwent a lot, a lot of tremendous struggle in his life. But did that, did that stop him? He had, he had courage, he had fortitude, and he had deep faith and a spirit of perseverance. And even though he senses his human struggle right here, but the, the Lord wanted him to know that uh, he's not God. God is God. And he needed to rely on, on his grace. And God can even do great things in our lives through some of these struggles, some of the, even some of these failures. You know, Paul had some, he had some sojourns that, that, that did not go well at all. And on the surface, it looked like that he, he failed miserably. But he, uh, he had that spirit of perseverance and continued on. Let me make a few connections for, for us here. Because we, uh, you know, we, again, we all like being on the mountaintop when life is going great. And when we're there, that's awesome. Sooner or later, life's going to bring us to our knees. And what's going to happen then? Where does, where does our faith, our relationship with the Lord come in? And what can, what can the Lord do in our lives? I just want to mention a few areas here. You know, one, one would be a, a growth in humility. You know, because we, we come into this world with a lot of self-centeredness and, you know, maybe get to the point of narcissism. And, and uh, you know, Christian conversion is really about allowing the Lord to be at the center. And we don't relinquish control that very, very easily. But what, when we do, when, we, we, when, we, when, we're, when we're humbled, then the Lord can really do great work in our lives. And uh, it's almost like we got to kind of get out of being the CEO of the universe and allow the Lord to be at, at, at the center. And when we do, we know much more peace in our lives and then we're much more equipped to be about, about God's work. So for each one of us here, when we have those times, when we're in the, the valley of discouragement, just to know the Lord can take those times, those experiences, and he can bring about something good, a greater humility, a greater compassion, a growth in, in, in virtue. That's why, that's, why we, uh, that's why we never never lose heart, but humility is really, really key. And you sense that in St. Paul, who uh, opened himself to God's grace. A second one would be uh, a growth in wisdom and courage. This is 4th of July, Independence Day for Americans. One of the, uh, one of the greatest presidents in our, in our history was uh, Abraham Lincoln. And you're probably aware of this from your history classes, but the, uh, you know, be, before he got elected, he, uh, he, he was not elected many times in running for office. He had a lot, of, a lot of failures and disappointments and marriage struggles, family. He, he, had, he had his struggles in life. Eventually be, becoming elected to become president of the United States. And uh, you know, I, I think through, uh, you know, I don't know a, a whole lot about his, his, his faith theory in his life, but through some of those struggles, what can happen is a character at the deepest level, Christian character for us can grow we get more fiber, 
we become more more wise. And I think for uh, for for Abraham Lincoln, he would when becoming a, he would eventually become the instrument where where slavery would be outlawed. I mean, was that an easy process for him going through all that to be that instrument of bringing about to bringing about justice? It probably wasn't. That's where if you're in the presence of someone who is really wise. I guarantee you, you're in the presence of someone who's been through a lot in life. Because most often, w- wisdom doesn't come through being on the mountaintop all the time. Even though we, we can grow when we're on the mountaintop, but it's really in those, those tough times that we especially gain wisdom, and for us as Christians, a, a deepened Christian character in, in Christian virtue. Courage. You know, if we're going to be, uh, if, if we're going to be able to, to make this journey as wherever we're at today, we're going to need fortitude because it's, 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 it's not an easy road out there. And each one of us here, there's going to be times, again, where we are brought to our knees, where there's some struggle. But we truly believe that God can even transform that into something good. Wisdom and a deep courage. And one, one last one I wanted to mention here is, is, a, uh, is, a, is a hope for, for a new life. When you look at the prodigal son in Jesus' parable, there's the, the woman at the Samaritan woman at the well in the Gospel of John, whose her life was a real mess, but she, Jesus encountered her and, and lifted her up. You look at some of the great saints like St. Saint Paul, St. Saint Ignatius of Loyola, St. Augustine. There's a time where those, those great saints, their, their lives were a total mess. I mean, they were very far from God. And uh, when they finally humbled themselves and opened themselves and allowed God's grace to take hold, Powerful changes happened in their lives. And they would become instruments of the gospel message of hope. You know, for each one of us here, you know, we, we can be that instrument for people who are, who are struggling. And think of, the, think of your life. And uh, as I look upon all of you now, I know that some of you have had some really tough stuff happen. Maybe it's physical maladies or mental health or it's family struggles or work-related things or or losses, whatever it might be, God can work through that experience for you to help another person in compassion. Isn't it true that we are most compassionate toward people who are going through something we know something about from our own experience? And we can really be that instrument of God's, God's presence. So today, this, this, uh, the gospel, the reading from uh, Corinthians, especially in connection with St. Paul, that beautiful line in there, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. You know, we hear the word weakness and we think, well, that's, that's, that's no good. But I, I think what St. Paul is talking about there, when we do open ourselves, God can do amazing things in our lives in unexpected areas, even our weaknesses, our sins, to bring about something good. And we can truly be instruments of his hope and his presence to others. So may God bless all of you. And if you find yourself today in that valley of discouragement or doubt or wherever that valley might be, don't lose, don't lose heart, don't lose your hope. The Lord is there and he will, he will be with you and help you to grow just like he did for, for St. Paul.